Okay, so I want to talk about something today that I've been kind of nervous to address and nervous to do, um, but the further I'm going along in my entrepreneurship journey, in my personal development journey, I am recognizing how important it is, and I'm also coming across a lot of people who have been in the same boat as me, so today I'm going to talk about using your voice. Welcome to Your Intentional Life, a podcast for service providers designing a business and life that they adore. I'm Brittany Bailey at Brittany Bailey on Instagram, and I believe that we are the architects of our reality. Intentionalists like us don't live on autopilot. If we're not happy, we change something. If it's broken, we fix it. Consider this your one-stop shop for systems, tools, and resources that support intentional living. Okay, let's get back to it. Please join me as you design your intentional life. Okay, so if you don't know much about my story, I grew up in South Florida and I had two amazing parents who um, never really you know, fought or disagreed with each other much. Um, I grew up in a very like kind of bubble of um, my dance friends. I danced you know, all through uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school. I had friends at church. And nobody really had any sort of um, differences of opinions. Everyone, the general consensus was, you know, all very Christian, pro-life, gay marriage is wrong. Like, it was all very laid out for everybody. Republican is the only, really the only option. Um, I remember being probably maybe 13, 14. um, And I was, you know, in like a, a Bush rally um, like I had a flip-flop on kind of taunting Al Gore. Like I had no idea what was going on, but that's what I was doing. Um, and so that was kind of my my upbringing. And then I went to college, and my first year at college was at a Christian college. And so while there were people who had come to that college who weren't necessarily Christian, they had come, you know, because it was right on the beach and it was awesome, um, or maybe their friends were there, or they had a scholarship or whatever. But other than the, that small group of people, everybody there pretty much believed the, the same things. And I remember throughout this whole time, I felt a little different. I felt like, you know, what if this isn't the only way? What if, you know, other religions have some merit to them? And what if, um, you know, what if there are you know, Democrats that have valid points? What if libertarians have valid points? Like, what if I had all of these questions, but I kind of just stuffed them down. I thought, you know, everybody else must know better than I do. Um, You know, I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't feel like I ever knew enough about anything to get into any sort of, like, conversation with somebody. Like, if somebody really wanted to debate it or say, okay, tell me what you think, I'd immediately be like, oh, you know, you probably know more than I do. Like, that was just my immediate reaction. And part of it, I think, is because I wanted to keep the peace. And part of it was because I just ultimately like um, being liked and having just, you know, I don't want to ever have, like, a polarizing thing with somebody, any sort of exchange like that. So that's kind of the way that I was brought up and the way I kind of came into adulthood was very much... um, not necessarily obedient, but um, accepting of what the majority of people around me 
were saying was correct. And it wasn't really until um, I got to probably my sophomore year of school, of um, college, maybe even my junior year, that um, I went to, like, quote, secular school, which is what they would have called it, Um, you know, back where I grew up, but, like, just a community college. Um, I went to that school, and immediately I was surrounded by these people who believed all of these different things and came from all of these different backgrounds, you know, international backgrounds, um, people that uh, were raised by gay parents, people who um, just had always been raised a Democrat. They, they immediately thought Republicans were like exactly my opposite of, of childhood. Um, and I, I started to listen to these conversations and just be infatuated with how other people were raised and how that formate, like how that impacted their worldview. And I was obsessed. I just could not get enough of it. I wanted to talk to everybody. I wanted to just get more and see, like, you know, what had I been missing all this time? And that kind of led to me wanting to to get into this whole entrepreneurial space. Like, it was all of my existence had gotten to to this point where I was, you know, I was working by this point. I was working a nine-to-five I had graduated school. I had done all the things that I was, like, quote, supposed to do. And up until that point, I didn't feel like I really had permission to kind of go off and do my own thing. And it was this is very much self-imposed. Like, this wasn't, you know, my parents saying, you don't have permission. This wasn't anybody in my life saying this. It was just the fact that I, nobody in my life was doing it. I didn't feel like it was something that I was able to do. And so... You know, it wasn't up until I had all of these interactions with people that I worked with, people who I went to these the school with, people who, um, you know, I interacted with customers even that I interacted with on my 9-to-5 job, like, to see that all of these other lifestyles, all of these other backgrounds, they have merit. And um, I was able to kind of understand that, like, a, quote, alternative life, which would be, in this case, working online or not, not seeing my 9-to-5, was valid. And this isn't something I really have ever talked about because it was it happened so almost subconsciously that I didn't realize that's what was happening. Like I had always felt different. I'd always thought, okay, at some point I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to have my own business. But I didn't really know what that was going to look like. And I didn't feel like, you know, maybe it was, it was like kind of a pipe dream or something. Um, and I didn't realize that it was the exposure to all these different people and all these different worldviews and all these different backgrounds that kind of gave me that permission slip to say, okay, it's fine that you didn't follow this script that you know 98% of your classmates did follow. Um, and so that's kind of what got me to where I am today. And as much as I owe everything to that experience of you know, interacting with all these different people, I still have never come out and really taken any sort of stance in one way or another. I have made, I made like one post that was pro-choice on Instagram, um, and I've made like one other or two other posts like here and there, and every single one has come with a pretty big apology, apology, like, okay, I never get political, but, you know. And the interesting thing is, um, as I, 
as I'm, you know, going further down this entrepreneurial journey, I'm looking back and seeing how much of an impact people who haven't been scared to use their voice have made in my life. I think about people who, you know, got me to this place who, you know, had different worldviews and had these conversations that I was a fly on the wall listening to. I think about people who uh, are my business coaches and people who I listen to their podcasts and to, you know, I listen to their Facebook lives, like the impact that they've had on my life. And I look at all these people and I know that that's where I need to go to get to my next level. Um, And so all of this has been rolling around in my head for a while. And then um, I went to Funnel Hacking Live 2020. And before Funnel Hacking Live 2020, I did um, this event with Steve Larson, which was the content machine event. And he stood up on stage, it was right before Ping June came on. And he was like, you know, every single one of you in this room, he was talking about using your voice. He goes, every single one of you in this room should own the domain, interview, yourname.com. And I was like, crap. All right. It was kind of this, like, I remember exactly everything about that moment. I remember I was sitting, like, I remember everything because it was like, all right, that's it. Like, it was, I had had all these things, like, building up to this point, and it was like, I needed to get out there, and I needed someone to just, like, say it in that way. So I bought interviewbrittany.com and I started brain dumping what things in my life could I talk about? What things um, have shaped my life? Like what issues are going on right now that I have a unique perspective on? And there's so much, the more that I'm, I'm you know, going down this path, there's so much that like I've interacted with in my life. There's so much that I've been directly impacted um, in my life by that I've just never said anything about. And so I bought interviewbrittany.com and I started just putting everything on the landing page. I can talk about this. I can talk about that. I would love to talk about this. I can talk about this. And I just started like going and brain dumping on it. And then I made a post on Facebook wearing a t-shirt that says socialism. It says socialism benefits society, but then benefits is crossed out in a big red line and it says sedates. Socialism sedates society. And I made this post on Facebook that said, hey, this is it. I'm, I'm kind of coming out. I'm starting to use my voice more. You're going to see a lot more of me, basically. Um, but I didn't just leave it there, and that's not where I want to leave this episode because I didn't get to this place on my own. I've had so many conversations with people who felt a lot like me, who didn't really want to take a stand, who shied away from any sort of conversation, and so I am extending an invitation. Now I extend an invitation there to um, start to go down this path. And even if you're not going to come out and say, like, I love Trump or I love Bernie Sanders or, you know, something maybe super polarizing, there's so much in the middle. There's so much that so many of us have unique perspectives on. Like, I think about for me, you know, my dad came from Iran um, and when all of this stuff was going on with like the Muslim band and like all that, when Trump first got into office and everything, like I had so many feelings about it and I had so much to think about and say, but like I didn't because I was just nervous. But like I think about the perspective that I have and I think that it could have been, it could have been useful back then. So like those are the kinds of things, like there's so much, everybody has this story, everybody has a background, everybody has 
a very unique worldview that I think if we can all start to share, we can understand each other better, we can have better communication, and ultimately we, we can work towards a better future. And so that's my invitation to you. Even if you don't want to jump out and say something super polarizing, just think about how you can use your voice even a little bit more, even a tiny bit more. Just think about what you can do, what you can say. And um, I think that we can do this together. I think it will be amazing. I'm actually really looking forward to it. As nervous as I've been, I am really looking forward to it. So anyways, that said, um, if you think that you would benefit from um, having me on on your show, if you think that um, your audience would benefit from anything in my message, um, you can go to interviewbrittany.com and book a session. And I'd love to come on your podcast, come on to Facebook Live and and chat about whatever you have in your head. So I hope you guys are having an awesome day whenever you're listening to this. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you find this any sort of inspirational. Um, and that's it. We will talk soon. I love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Your Intentional Life. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared your biggest takeaways wherever you hang out online. Just be sure to tag me so I see it. That helps me understand what you find the most helpful so I can keep making relevant episodes. If you've gotten any value out of your intentional life, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes so we can help spread the word with others who may enjoy it. Finally, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can get the latest episodes sent directly to you. To learn more about designing your intentional life or working with me, head over to BrittanyBailey.com.